the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started a number, a number of weeks ago. And that theme is divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction. And as we've said for many, many mornings, If we leave out the word divine and the word holy, we're speaking about discontent and dissatisfaction, which could bring a great deal of discouragement upon us. However, when we add the words divine and holy, it could change a negative into a very positive aspect in our lives because we'd be looking forward to how we can be filled and how we could fulfill all that God has for us rather than looking back and see how we have failed. There's an important scripture in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, that says that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's the God that we are called to serve, June, who wants to fill us with his fullness. And we've mentioned in the last couple of days that in, in order to be filled with all the fullness that God has for us, we need to be willing to be emptied yes, out of anything that would hinder our relationship with the Lord or block our relationship with the Lord. And so we can put our past, our mistakes, our unforgiveness, our discouragement, our uh, disappointment, or all the negative things yes, that would cause us to fall, Shelley, at the feet of Jesus and ask him to cleanse us by the power of his blood, which is very strong and powerful, that we might move forward and walk rightly in him. Amen. And we've read from Philippians chapter 3, beginning of verse 12, which is such an important statement because I really believe, Junie, that Paul had a degree, had a major degree of divine discontent because listen to what he writes to the church at Philippi. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, 
but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And what Paul said there, has application in all of our lives that we don't get satisfied where we are because there's so much more from a God who is the God of much more who wants to fill us with his fullness. And we looked at various aspects of our life, qualities that God wants for us that don't, don't stay stagnant in our lives no matter how long we've walked with the Lord but always should be growing. For example, we spoke of grace and seconds. Peter chapter 3.18 says, not just grace, but knowledge. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord. And grow in Greek means to be enlarged. Are we growing grace? Are we growing in the knowledge of the Lord? And that knowledge would allow us, as it says in Colossians 1.10, to be fit for the kingdom of God. We go to, we went and also talked about faith and we know the apostles cried out to Jesus, increase our faith. And in second Thessalonians, Paul exhorted the church to be enlarged by their grace, by their faith. Why? Because he said, so that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And each day requires a new measure of faith. We spoke about the quality of love. In 1 Thessalonians 3.12, the word says, May the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another. Why? So that he, you may be that he may establish our hearts unblameable in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. All these qualities are not just to have the qualities, but it leads to a deepening, intimate relationship with the Lord. We also spoke about, are we pleasing the Lord? It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 9, Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. Yesterday, we spoke about the work of the Lord. For example, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steady, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. We spoke from 1 Thessalonians 1, 3, Remembering before our God and Father your work of faith, labor of love, and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus. Titus chapter 2, verse 14, He gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself a people for his own possession. And we close yesterday's program with Ephesians 2.10. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God gave, God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We'd now like to talk another aspect of our life, and that aspect is the issue of thanksgiving which is spoken about right from the beginning of the Old Testament right to the conclusion of the book of Revelations. Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, Junie, that doesn't leave out much room for anything else when the word says giving thanks always for all things. It's good to thank God for the good things, but are we willing are we as intimate with God as we could be, as we should be, 
to give all things, to give thanks for all things, even though they might not be very pleasant things. We go to Psalm 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Wow. If we would worship the Lord and praise the Lord with a heart that runs over with gratitude, it will be glorious. And we know that the word of God says, God inhabits the praises of his people. All right. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, we read these words, again, which emphasizes what it says in Ephesians 5.20. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. There is, what can we say? Do you want to do the will of God? Well, we could start by giving thanks in everything. As I said before, difficult things as well as well-pleasing things. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And when God encourages us through his word to do something, it's not because he's a dictator and he's telling us to Hmm. do it, but when we give thanks, we are doing it with the knowledge of God in understanding that God's grace then is uh, making a place in us to move because God promises us that he will turn all things to the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So when we give thanks, it does something that we can't even understand. We saw that with Jonah when he was in the belly of the whale. It says that he remembered the Lord And that salvation was from the Lord. And he gave the sacrifice of praise. He started to thank the Lord. And immediately it must have done something in the spirit world because Jonah was spewed out of the mouth of the whale onto dry ground. So it's an encouragement for us that in our situation, in a death, in a divorce, in a discouragement, in a betrayal, Though we don't understand it, we can say, thank you, Lord. I don't understand what's happening, but I trust you and I love you. Help me through this. Amen. I think we're well familiar with Psalm um, 100, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, giving thanks to him. Bless his name. Let's stay in the Psalms and look at Psalm 92, verses 1 and 2. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Junie, you know, giving thanks just, it frees us. And we what's what giving thanks to God is acknowledging that he is the source of all things. He is the great I am. And we need to be a people who are constantly thanking God. All right, let's go back into the New Testament. Philippians chapter 9, verse 6. Be anxious about nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, Junie, while I'm reading this, I I think uh, this, and I know it's been true in my life. How often... Are we making requests with thanksgiving? Because usually a request is something we desperately need. But in the midst of making our requests known, 
can we think, give thanks to God, making our requests known to God by being anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. That changes, it will change our prayer life, don't you think? Not only will it change our prayer life, Shelley, it will change our heart. (laughs) Amen. Because when we recognize and see that when God says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, uh, he knows that naturally speaking, if we're living in the flesh, we're going to be anxious for something if we desperately need it and we don't have it. Right. But in the spirit, we will be aware to thank him for his faithfulness and understanding he will meet us and provide all that we need. And we see that in Colossians 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence, that's not independence, but in Mm. dependence upon his person, giving praise to God the Father through him. Again, Junie, such words, everything in all things always. Our life should be an expression of thanksgiving to God. You know, we celebrate in this country Thanksgiving once a day, but every day. Once a year. Once a year, I should say. Maybe we need to do it every day. That's exactly (laughs) right. At least once a day. Not just once a day, but in all things, all the time and in everything, we should be a thankful people. So we're really seeing, Shelley, that divine discontentment looking ahead has us grow in grace, the knowledge of God, in faith, and love, and that we will become pleasing to God because his life will be alive, being lived in and through us every day. And we thank you for that, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.